Welcome to Vet Zone, where passion for animals, science, and medicine lives. To pet or to fret? I love capers. When I see these tasty little delicacies included on the description of a savory dish, my mouth is already watering. Being a native Californian, I also love all things avocado. In my experience, whether it is a pickled flower bud or a green, protein, and potassium-rich single-seeded berry, they instill strong feelings one way or the other. Most people either love them or hate them. On the sweeter side, pumpkin spice lattes also appear to create this divide. I may be one of the few that have ambivalent feelings towards them. I am neither dreamy-eyed when fall issues in these squash-flavored drinks, nor offended at the concept of a vegetable puree commingling with my java. On occasion, they're fun. Petting zoos also invoke strong feelings across most people. Oh, what fun! I love petting zoos! Or, Oh, what fun! I haven't had a contagious disease for a while! The internet also appears to be divided from great ways to socialize children with animals or providing seemingly endless lists of zoonotic diseases. Contagion is in the eye of the beholder. Well, the perception of risk is at least. One might assume that backyard goat producers have run into and dealt with various goat-related zoonoses over the years. As a result of this, one might also assume that veteran backyard goat producers could perceive an overly high level of risk at petting zoos. On the other side, people whose only experience with goats is on TV or perhaps the new fad of goat yoga might incorrectly underestimate the risk of petting zoos. My experience has been the contrary. It is common for backyard goat producers to raise goats without any issue of zoonosis. When you've not been around goats or livestock, they may seem intimidating. Like sky or scuba diving, if you've never done it, they can appear terrifying. But once you go regularly, the fear vanishes. So if backyard producers don't see problems for decades at a time, then we don't need to worry, right? Yes and no. I like petting zoos. And if you haven't learned from this goat cast series, I love goats. Any goat time I can have is wonderful. Still, when we place any topic in the vet zone, we must place our feelings aside. What are the risks? If we limit our scope to professional petting zoos that you would find at a local zoo or animal park, we can assume that we start with healthy, pathogen-free, fully vaccinated animals. Thus, what infectious agents can be present in the soil or as part of their normal flora that do not generate disease in them, but could in us. The other scenario that we must consider is what diseases can humans bring and give to animals who then pass it along to other humans. Did you think of that? As much as you might be afraid of getting something from a goat, goats might be in fear of what you may bring to them. (laughs) That, or they just think about nibbling on your shoelaces. The human-to-goat-to-human potential is one cause for higher zoonotic risk at a petting zoo rather than a backyard producer's goats who have few visitors. Also, being at a petting zoo is hard work and honestly a bit stressful for the animals. While they may appear sleepy-eyed and bored, many veterinary professionals can detect signs of stress. For local shows such as 4-H, 
The new environment, the transportation there, and the hustle and bustle of the show can provide even higher stress. Stress can increase the number of pathogenic bacteria in livestock, a major difference compared to the backyard goat herd. So when we look at the realistic possibilities, I think of the big four. When evaluating animal contact outbreaks in the U.S. between 1996 and 2012, four pathogens generated 88% of all the outbreaks. In a 2012 study, the same four constituted nearly 100% of infections made from direct animal contact. Who are these dastardly devils? Campylobacter, Salmonella, E. coli, and Cryptosporidium. Three gram-negative bacteria and one parasite. For why their gram stain status is important, listen to our podcasts, I Don't Give a Gram and I Do Give a Gram. These bacteria may exist as part of the normal flora for ruminants, can be picked up in the environment, and may be shed intermittently. Intermittent shedding means that when we go to test an animal for these bacteria, a negative test result means that we didn't see any bacteria on the sample, not that the animal is necessarily free of this bacterium. At any rate, it could be absent today and present tomorrow, so testing a healthy animal is futile. The parasite is Cryptosporidium, and while it is not a bacterium, they aren't much different in size. While several times larger than E. coli and sometimes shorter than Campylobacter, these parasites survive a wide range of temperature and even resist desiccation or dry environments. The species Cryptosporidium parvum transfers in both directions between animals and humans. How do I get these pathogens from a petting zoo? These infections occur through fecal-oral transmission. Now you may think, no problem, I don't do that. If I see what looks like a stray raisinette on the ground, I am not going to chance it, especially at a petting zoo. But these guys are microscopic, and there's a saying in public health, if feces phosphoresced, the world would glow. You pet a goat, and there is a good chance of microscopic fecal material on your hand. And don't let that turn you off from petting zoos, though. You have the same chance of this situation after shaking a lot of people's hands. The solution? Wash your hands after, well, everything. Not only do you need to wash your hands, but you need to wash them properly. Listen to our upcoming podcast on hand washing and visit the CDC site for more information. Proper hand washing prevents a myriad of infectious diseases and can keep you safe. I would add hand washing to the list of staying young by Lucille Ball. She said, The secret to staying young is to live honestly, eat slowly, and lie about your age. Add hand washing, and it sounds like great advice to me. In summary, petting zoos provide a safe environment to socialize with some wonderful creatures. Wonderful creatures, human or animal, can harbor pathogens, and when stress is present, these risks may be elevated. So have fun, interact, be safe, and of course, wash your hands. Thank you for listening.